Hello, everybody. Welcome to Extra Life 2020. Oh. We're raising money this weekend to help heal kids. We're raising money for Children's Miracle Networks. You can donate at extra-life.org slash team slash rpgamer. Pick, pick your favorite RP gamer to donate money to. I've reached my goal, so I'd appreciate it if you help some of the others reach their goal. Help me. I'm $250 away from mine. Um, or you could go just give to anybody because we've got a giant team goal that we can't hit, but let's get as close as we can. Um. Yeah. Uh, I'm playing Hades while doing this show. Um, long story short, I need some sort of roguelike where I die a lot, and uh, Hades is much easier to stream than the other things I had available today. So I'm going with that. And if you don't like it, too bad. Uh, but you could come to the chat and complain. Um, and uh, for the end, for the for the podcast listener, it shouldn't matter much because you will still get to hear me say, "Oh, I died. Oh, I died." Oh, the chat room needs to keep track of his death count. Uh, we have a death counter, so exclamation point death um, okay. for any of the mods will increment the death counter. So, um, okay. this year's extra life has been uh, has finally gotten me to install Moobot on the channel. <laughs> so we have bots. We have a bot on the Twitch chat now. Yeah, you're not a mod, Vaughn. You can't do it. <laughs> Um, okay, so with that, uh, what are we doing? Uh, we have, oh, who's here with me today? Kelly Ryan is here. Hello, Kelly. Yup, dub. Are you doing Extra Life? No, but okay. I'm cheering you guys on and on. celebrating in the streets like an Ewok. Woo! Yup, dub. Yup, dub. <laughs> we won't say why. You can probably figure out why, but we don't want to go down that road today. Yup, dub. Um, <laughs> yup, dub. Yup, dub. Anna Marie Privateer is here. Hi! So for the stream, I'm going to play some um, Homescapes. <laughs> some what? Homescapes. Are you playing on your iPad? Yes. The- oh, so you get it easy. I have to, like, avoid bombs while talking about yeah, video but, games, and you get to just, like, do that. But I have to play Chrono Cross next, or no, Chrono, Chrono Trigger, Trigger next. Oh, poor baby has to play mm. Chrono Trigger, the best RPG ever made. What a World's, shame. World's smallest violin. Yeah. <laughs> I have to play Chrono Trigger. Oh, mm. no. <laughs> uh, also joining me, Alex Fuller. I can't Hello. hear him. All right. And then Josh Carpenter. Yep. Were you hey, back Josh. last week, or is this your first week no. back? Josh no, I is back. Thanks for coming, Josh. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've missed you very much. Yeah. <clears throat> so why don't you jump into what you've been playing, Josh? Yeah. Well, well I'm that. sure no one can guess what I've been playing. It, it's a surprise to everyone. Yeah. I've been playing Trails. Trails of Cold Steel? Yes, Trails of Cold Steel 4. Of course it is. So, uh, like, Kelly's playing it, Alex is playing it too, everybody, everybody, you know, Anna's already played it, so everybody's playing it basically except Chris. Yeah, I started Trails in the Sky. I'll probably be playing that some today. Yeah! Okay. Anna's just, I'm surprised at Anna's excitement over that. She I likes she watching like me that. play it. No, she doesn't want to play it. She likes watching me play it. Oh, okay. You see? <laughs> see how that works? I, I do see how that works. So where are you at at it, at, in it, Kelly? Um, I 
I just got through like the first chapter. I now have a wanted criminal in my party who's wearing a not very inconspicuous disguise. Um, and I just got to the casino city. Oh, okay, so you're you're basically at the exact same point I am. I'm just yeah. got just got done at the casino city. Okay, so, so yeah. Do you not guys mean far. Rochelle? Oh. Do what? Do you guys mean Rochelle? This the yes. casino city. Yes. Okay, yes. Just yeah. just making sure. Sorry, I have a hard time with the name of the towns in that game. No, no, it's totally fine. I just wanted to make sure that we were talking about the same thing. Is it Carry on. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Raquel. Oh, yeah, sorry, Raquel. Yes, my bad. Yeah. yeah, in the Lamar province. So we're we're hunting down uh, Muse at this point. You're hunting Muso? I that comes Are you back. finally removing Muso from the video game industry? Is that how that works? <laughs> yes, Chris. That is yeah, definitely totally how it works. Okay. So I thought I was going to be further ahead, but I just got curb stomped oh, by that one myself. plant boss in the forest that I apparently was not high enough level to beat. But Oh, yeah, kinda... no. All right, so here's the deal. Um, this game introduces a whole bunch of optional bosses way before you are intended to do them. Yeah, optional. Actually, this has been in the series. I've I've seen that this is actually in Crossbell too. They oh. do this in the Crossbell games where okay. they have trial chests and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, trial chests are in Crossbell? Mm-hmm. Cool. Optional in air quotes because I basically like every time I died, like weaken enemy and continue. And I think I did that five times and finally <laughs> just powered through it. So, yeah, I had to do that for a couple of the trial chests because I just, I, whatever I needed to do wasn't just clicking with me. So I totally appreciate that if you, f- if you fail boat something, you can just be like, can you make this a little easier, please? No, no more, yeah. more. More. Thank you, perfect. <laughs> yeah, this, I, and I'm already on very easy anyway, so I was clearly not meant to even go near that thing at this point in yeah. the game. But it, after two of them, it's like, well, I'm committed. I get a little <laughs> bit closer each time just spamming all of my S moves. Um, if I can just keep all Tina alive to heal everybody up, I should be able to just barely do this. And then after like the fifth de- death I did. I, I, Randy is, had became like kind of my new favorite in this game because Mm -hmm. he calls her Altini. Yep. (laughs) All of his cute little nicknames for everybody. Tio Tot. Tio Tot, yeah. He he always has nicknames for all the characters that he likes. I love it. And uh, the the prequel chapter, it was great seeing Estelle and Joshua back, but some of the other characters, I had to look up who they were. Um, yeah, see, that, that, that one is kind of an interesting, the, the whole prologue there is very much geared toward people who have played Trails in the Sky and Crossbell games. Because uh-huh. everything, all the characters introduced, every all the subtext going on there is all for the people who have seen that kind of stuff. Yeah, I had no idea who the green-haired girl was, and then like, yeah. oh, oh Kia? Yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, and Marybelle, and the the people who show up as well. <laughs> yeah, I I understood who Leon. I think Leon was the cop because you play as him a little bit at the end of uh, Cold Steel Two. Two, yeah, yeah, he he showed up in Cold Steel Two. Wait, what did you call him? Leon the cop. Mm- did I confuse his name? Lloyd. With... Yeah. Okay, yeah. Lloyd. 
It's Leon because is he's from dressed Resident like a cop. Evil. I confused him with Leon Kennedy. <laughs> I'm like, I know I, that's the screeching strut. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's that's not quite right. Hang on, let I, me make sure that I heard that. Yeah, no, th- there are so many characters in this oh, game. God, in this series. so it's many characters. To, it's impossible to keep track of them all. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm totally with you. I'm I'm not trashing you. No, I know you understand. I I have trouble rem- remembering my own cat's names some days, much less oh, the cast did, of thousands. That's our problem every day. So with the cast the size of the tra- Trails games, why is there no Trails Muso yet? There uh, was, was sort fine. of. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, so really? there was a Sen no Kiseki cross ease. It was an that was back on the PSP. Yeah, so it was one. like a, a Kiseki game in the Ease engine, basically. Wait, how's that a Muso? Well, it was a fighting game, fighting-ish game. That, but Musos yeah, aren't fighting like games. A arena fighter, maybe was the mm, correct term for it. That's not a Muso. Well, there, there are sections with lots of enemies as well. Like, so it kind of, you know, it's not a Muso per se, but it's similar. Yeah, Trails in the Muso. I, I'm sure at some point there will be a Muso game. Just give it time. <laughs> Trails in the Koei. At the end, all things Muso. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. <laughs> it, it is. Like, I've also, like, in, in addition end, to Cold Steel 4, I've been playing. Uh, I've also been pl- st- still trying to make my way through uh, Trails from Zero, the Crossbell one. You seem to be liking that that more. Is that coming to the U.S.? Yes, but with a caveat. Okay, what's the caveat? So it has not been officially announced. What? That's um, quite the caveat. (laughs) But here's the thing. The caveat sounds like yes, but no. (laughs) Kondo, the the guy who leads the Trail series, has Uh said the whole reason that they remade these crossbow games on PS4 is because the Western audience didn't ever have an opportunity to play them. Mm -hmm. So somebody is localizing them. There is zero doubt of that. It's a matter of who's localizing them. And will it be out by the time I'm done with the Trails in the Sky games? So, I I mean, the sort of presumptive um, person is Nisa, because Nisa. Yeah. They're doing all of the Cold Steel games, and they're doing all the Ease games. So, that makes kind of the most sense. But there's, there's a big backlog of games that they're trying to catch up with now. Because there's another Kiseki game that got released in Japan, Hajimari no Kiseki. And we haven't had an announcement for that at all in North America yet. Which you can make a case that it would make more sense from a story perspective to release the Crossbell games first. Yes, because um, without getting into (laughs) mega spoilers, um, Hajimari no Kiseki is basically a third Crossbell game. It's not like it's Cold Steel Five. Oh, yeah. I I thought it was like going to be an epilogue of the whole Ebronia saga. No, it's it's much more related to to Crossbell, and I don't want to say anything more than that because it's kind of spoilery. Right. <clears throat> but I mean, then again, you know, Trails of Cold Cold Steel Three and Four have already kind of like had a a crap ton of overlap with Crossbell, and right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just because that that it, you know, like it would make sense to release the Crossbell games first, doesn't mean that they actually will. 
But yeah, I've been playing more Zero and playing those two games back to back. There, there is striking differences between them. Um, one is just like yeah, Cold Steel. At least in just like playing on normal difficulty is way more challenging in the combat than uh, the Crossbell games were. Really? The Crossbell games, you could yeah. Huh. You can just kind of like blow through most of the battles without really even thinking about it, and and one of the great things about that the PC uh, version of it is that they've um, they mapped. I mean, it's like a, a really small little thing, but they mapped the turbo mode for the game to the uh, left trigger, so it's really easy to just kind of like pull down, you know, just push push down the uh, left trigger whenever you're like just zipping between one place and another and want to go really quickly mm-hmm. or you're in the middle of a battle and you're like okay I'm just going to attack 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 and get it over with and you know like you can just hold down the the turbo trigger and really blow through battles really quickly okay that's awesome so it's fantastic it's it's way more convenient than where it's mapped on the PlayStation where it's on the uh the touchpad and it's only half of the touchpad it was driving me driving me up the wall oh because i played cold steel 3 on the switch and on the switch it's one of the shoulder buttons which is convenient yeah extremely convenient and so i was like all right i'm gonna go into turbo what am i pressing to go into turbo yeah no i keep bringing up the journal all the time trying to go into (laughs) turbo mode and vice versa big mood yeah it's not the best Best design, but yeah. I've also, uh, the other thing about like going back to Crossbell is it's so much more. It's it's a much smaller, more intimate cast than Cold Steel, and that is definitely one of the problems you as as, it, as they've gone along. And I mean, almost from the get go with Cold Steel, but I mean, it's certainly ballooned in three and four. The cast has got just gotten so massive that they're you know the game becomes quite bloated just dealing with that gigantic cast rather than being focused on just you know two characters in the original sky games and like a cast Dad, of mainly of four characters in the crossbelt games hang on let me go to can the let me go me? to the stream can you death me? what what is it exclamation mark dead death exclamation mark death <laughs> that do it um zero play nope. a little bit more like the uh Are you sure sky games in the combat yeah yeah it's much more like it's just a uh kind of like a uh, variation on the sky games Okay. Let me check. It. And like I said, it's honestly even easier because they they've <laughs> at least on the PC version Deaths. I'm playing, it's just like it's not even really balanced because when you uh, do, I, I mean, all the the uh, Trails games have had that when you attack an enemy from behind on the field and you know you get that advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, like this one, it just kind of like does this thing that's like similar. When you do that, you get this uh, kind of all-out attack that's kind of like a Persona game where all mm-hmm. of your characters will attack at once, and so you can just kind of like wipe through most of the most of the uh, you know regular battles so long as you attack enemies from behind. You can just yeah. clean their clocks. <laughs> I've so had may- some of the map battles on. Cold Steel 4 being just really challenging. Yeah, there are some enemies that are a little too much HP just sponges. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm playing this on very easy, and some of these I just feel like I'm sitting here waiting for something to die. Mm-hmm. Well, some yeah, of those armored em- enemies are the worst. <sighs> now, yeah, the I've one... Been playing them on... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the no, one thing, <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that I think Cold Steel does 
better than some of the uh, Cold Steel 4 does better than some of the other games is those armored enemies are vexing but also this is the first game that has really actually given me motivation to use magic because I'm watching Chris play um, Trails in the Sky and I'm like hey you're actually using magic that's like that's novel yeah, see that that that's like a throwback. That's what the that's why I like those games so much in terms of the combat was that you had a motivation to actually use the magic and pay attention to enemy weaknesses and attack, you know, and and also conserve your magic as you go along. All that kind of stuff was important and then yeah, in the beginning of the Cold Steel series, it just yeah, a lot of the enemies are just HP sponges. And I mean, I get that some of that is because I am playing on very easy. No, no, I, I feel the same way playing on normal. Oh, okay. Oh. Cold Steel 4, excellent. Yeah. But oh, and I, I posted a gif of the um, hot tub scene at the very beginning of the game, and <laughs> people were like, what the heck is this? I'm like, don't worry, it doesn't make any sense in context either. <laughs> those okay there's there's every time you get more people in your party there is a hot tub scene with with the new people in your party mm-hmm. and this is going to be s- not story spoilery but maybe spoilery for some people at one point um the principal comes back and co- goes into the hot spring with you and people <laughs> are intimidated by her <clears throat> presence <laughs> And everyone in the game is a lech, so... <laughs> oh my god, hot... It's like, I, I thought hot tub scenes were bad in normal games, and this one just, like, b- brought it up to 11. <laughs> so many lesbians. I mean, that's one of those things. Is is it just that it, it feels a little bit weirder with the graphics being more realistic, and it was always there, and it just didn't, didn't dawn on me when it was, like, a little pixelated character? Like back in Trails in the Sky. I mean, is that what it is? Were there were there <laughs> no, this yeah. many don't, lesbians don't in do, Trails in the Sky? Do. Yeah, there were hot tub scenes in in back in Trails in the Sky, but yeah, not not to the same number as there are in Cold Steel. Cold Steel yeah. plays more into that sort of yeah, Cold Steel plays more into it, and I believe Hajimavi goes further as well. So I think yes. we've just figured out that people are wankers. Playing for that, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, hot tub scenes always crack me up in video games because they always play out the same, but somehow they still manage to crack me up with the deperviness and just amuses me. <laughs> the RPG cast is for porn. Yep. More or less. So who's That's next? Tell us yeah, what the going. Um, um. Oh. 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 So I've I've been replaying Dragon Quest Builders too. I played a little bit on our test stream yesterday. Um, we also played Among Us last night. That was so that fun. Ah, oh, <laughs> Kelly, you bitch. <laughs> what did I do? I swear, every time you were the um, traitor, you came and found me. No, I was just, so I have no chill when it comes to being inconspicuous, so I was trying to do my best to look inconspicuous, and then see if I was alone with somebody, and then shank them, 
And that one, the, the time when me and Vaughn, my husband, were the trainer, and I, I shanked somebody, and then somebody, like, ran, like, and saw us, and we're in the chat, and they're like, I, I swear it was somebody green, because both both me and Mom, Vaughn were both green and the trader. <laughs> so I'm just going, well, you're just colorblind. And, <laughs> and, and the Amber, worst part was it was me! <laughs> oh my God. So... Um, for those who are unfamiliar, Among Us is a social. Um, what do you what do you call this again? A social. Oh shoot. A social experiment. Deception. Game? Social deception game. Uh, yes. Yeah. And so the idea is: is you have ten little beans on a spaceship, and somewhere between one and three of you are traitors, and you're trying to kill the crew. And everybody else is a crewman who's just trying to finish their jobs before the traders off everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I am not particularly good at this game. <laughs> but for the very first game with, with um, RP Gamer staff and friends, Chris and I were the traders. <laughs> and Chris and I work very well together. We won that round. That was pretty good, yeah. Like, well, I gotta walk around and kill people, and uh, Anna's gonna back me up. I can just tell. Yep. Yeah, so my, it was great because. My first run, no, go I, ahead. No, my, that that run as trader with Vaughn, I I got yeeted like the first opportunity that arose. So then I was running around as a ghost trying to help Vaughn get uh get his kills in. And what was frustrating was that like at that point everybody grouped up, so it was like he couldn't just isolate people yeah there was um one game that i was just like well i'm done all of my tasks so i'm gonna find somebody that i'm 99 percent sure isn't the traitor and i'm just going to stalk them and the problem is is that made the person i was stalking so nervous they ditched me and the traitor got me Yeah, I kind of hooped myself one round, though, because, oh, I think it was me and um, the anime man, Tam, who were the two traitors, and he did something that made everybody incredibly sus, and he got airlocked. And so I was like, crap, we're like so close to being done the game. All I have to do is kill maybe two people, and I think I will win. And the problem was, is I got Vaughn in a corner by himself and shivved him. And then you three wouldn't leave each other alone. <laughs> so then I was like, well, I think I can sow some discord. And so I'm just going to, I'm oh, going to self-report. On discord. You weren't sowing discord. Yeah. So, so I'm just going to self-report. And everybody was like, yeah, it was you. And <laughs> yeah, you did me out there long. I, I like, remember that, that one backfire. now. Because, yeah, the three of us just kind of clumped. And it's like, it's got to be Anna because... Somebody would have gotten shivved if it would have been one of the three of us. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just like, ah. <laughs> Sorry, Tam, for throwing oh. you under the bus in that vote. And, uh, hearing Chris just, like, scream at the explanations oh, over the end of voting sessions was so freaking funny. Oh, and there was one round where I, I forget who it was. Um, the traitor decided to just start accusing everybody and all of us just were going along with it. Yeah. And so I think we airlocked like four innocent people and then he killed two people and then it was done. 
So. Is that the British guy? Yes. yes. Okay, He's yeah. Very good. Yeah, Desmond is really good at Among Us. I think there was another one where, like, two emergency meetings were called in a row. Like, within ten seconds of each other. And, like, first we're going to do Sam, and then we're going to do Paws, or some something like that. Oh! <laughs> Sam! <laughs> so, sorry, Chris. Mm-hmm. Sam killed someone in front of Chris, immediately reported it, and said, Chris did it. And Chris's explanation of what was going on was so unconvincing that we airlocked Chris. And it ended up being Sam after all. And then the next game, Sam did the exact same thing in front of me. She was like, and I did it. (laughs) Everyone was like, Sam, that does not work two games in a row. She's like, aw, damn it. <laughs> I, I think my favorite thing about being having two traders is that how, how it just completely changes the dynamic. Like, do you work together and try to help each other out? Or do you throw the second one immediately under the bus? Yeah, it's it's hard because and we also turned off um, confirmations about whether people were actually traders or not. And so that that gives like the game a whole different dimension because it's like, well, we airlock someone. Hope we were right. So that one you don't know it's who it is until it's the end of the, ga- the game, right? <clears throat> right. Okay. That was confusing me. I didn't realize you guys turned off that option. Yeah, sorry. I thought we'd explained it, but I think oh. you and one other person were really confused because they were like, "What was that? The traitor?" Yeah. Well, now, now I feel better because I thought, like, man, we just are ejecting innocent people left and right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. right. That does change it completely. So I, I have been replaying Dragon Quest Builders too. I was kind of in a, a gaming funk, and I was like, I just I feel like replaying something. I don't normally feel like replaying something, but I'm going to replay something. And they have added a whole bunch of different block types since I played because I beat it within like the first week of it coming out. And so I was like, all right, I'm back on my home island where you do all of your like major decorating and stuff. And so I'm going to do it all pretty and nice this time. I'm going to um, I'm going to build things up several blocks high, and I'm going to put roofs on. Ooh. And roofs. so I roofed everything in the first area, and then all of a sudden I noticed my hearts stopped going up, and no one was tending the fields. And I'm like, what the heck, guys? Why are none of you doing anything? And I'd go into their room, and they would just be standing there doing nothing. Did and you then, forget to give them doors? Oh, no, I gave them doors. But I didn't put the roof high enough. They were oh. stuck. They oh. were stuck oh. between their you beds. You squished them. I squished them. And even worse is I realized not only did I trap like 99% of people in their bedrooms, I trapped someone in the toilet. Oh. So I pulled down all of the roofs and everybody was free and everyone immediately ran to the toilet except the one person who was stuck in there who immediately ran to the bathhouse. <laughs> AI is so cute in that game. So that was me trapping everybody in 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 like their own horror. And yeah, I'm almost done Dragon Quest Builders too. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to finishing it. So new block types. I didn't realize that there was like um, updates for that game. Oh yeah, and there's 
there's uh, uh, paid DLC as well where you can get even oh. more blocks. Oh, crap. I might. I need to replay that game too. So I didn't buy any of the DLC. I'm, I'm, although I'm kind of thinking about one of the packs because at this point I've unlocked. So when you make someone a room and you get far enough in the game, you have to personalize their room. So you have to make it mm-hmm. the right size, the right fanciness, and the right ambiance. Well, there are some ambiances like flamboyant and... Um, what What's the sixth one that like all of the bad guy stuff is? Oh, God, I can't remember. I want to say it's like destructive or something, but I'm probably yeah. super wrong. But yeah. Um, there are two ambiances that it is extremely difficult to get them because there just isn't that many pieces and there's no walls, which is where you get the predominance of your ambiance. And so you end up having to make these huge rooms out of weird stuff and it doesn't really look like a real room, but it fits their ambiance. Is this Dragon Quest Builders or Animal Crossing Happy Home This is Dragon Quest Builders 2. It feels more like Happy Home Now, bear in mind that this is, like, entirely optional. Oh, Chris. Mm -hmm. What? You're going to die. Dead. All right. I'm not good at this game. All right. Exclamation mark deaths. Current Hades deaths, too. So, yeah. And this morning... Um, I played Dragon's Dogma because uh, Jason, who's uh, been a longtime fan of the podcast, he donated and asked me to play Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. And so it is an action RPG that has a quest system, an exploration system that's very much like an MMO. So I'm having a ton of fun playing it. I might actually continue playing it later in the day as well. That one has been recommended to me several times. I think you'd like it. Okay. I, I, are you playing the Switch version? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, the one yeah, thing I that have- I have been doing, though, is um, I've been playing it on Chris's account, and Chris has a lot of friends that have already played it, so I can borrow the help of the friends and so me at like level 6 pulled out a level 119 and a level 88 friend. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the whole um friend system with that. Yeah, I can't remember what they were called. Pawns? Pawns. Pawns. Yeah. yeah. So you get one pawn that's a permanent addition to your party. So I have a pawn named Nabuo. He's very short and has a very squeaky voice. <laughs> <clears throat> because so accurate. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just having having a lot of fun. The one thing that I didn't like um, is one of the very first things you do in that que- in that game is an escort quest. Ooh. But at least there's a no fail structure to it. So like. Um, one of the pawns that I borrowed has this like massive area of effect attack and it blew up all of the fire canisters that were around the NPCs that I was guiding. So it blew up my, um, animal that was pulling the cart. And so I'm like, Oh, please tell me I didn't just fail the quest. And I didn't, but it sat at one HP. So anytime further attacks happened, it temporarily air quote died 
And then, so I had to wait for all the enemies to be defeated for it to get up and keep walking, which was a bit of a bummer, but whatever. That's what I've been playing. Alex, what have you been playing? Okay, so I had to sort of step away a bit while the trail's conversation was going, but I've also been playing Cold Steel 4. I think I'm a little bit ahead of where Kelly and Josh were because I'm in the next city after that, which you can probably guess where it is, but I won't reveal it just yet. But yeah, so I'm st- still in the first act, though, so I <coughs> believe that's like the last main section of that of that act. Yes. Yeah, yeah I know yeah, where so you are. You're in the canyon. Yep. Uh, no, not yet. Oh, okay. are you going so to the canyon? One... No. Oh, okay. I think that's actually yeah. the last part of it. Okay, well, yeah, there might be another little section afterwards, but... Yeah, I complained about this in my review. Okay. Yeah, so I I complained about this a little bit in my review, because I feel like that first act is too long. Yeah, I can see that. It's kind of getting the band back together, so... But also, there's a bunch of stuff in that act that could have just been pushed into act two. Yeah. Isn't it um, I did for- in a barrel to complain about a trails game being too long. Say what? <laughs> Isn't it just kind of uh, like obvious that, <laughs> or, you know, like yeah, yeah, it's the, the obvious game. complaint no, to make. No, and and I don't think the game overall is too long, even though it's like a hundred and thirty hour game because it kind of mm-hmm. needs to be. the The thing is, is I don't like the way that the first act is organized in terms of content. I feel like at least a third of it could have been shuffled after you get Reen. Yeah, I mean, it does feel like it sort of gas itself unnecessarily. But yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still very much enjoying it, so we'll see. I, I did forget to mention um, beating up Gilbert at the end of Chapter 1 felt so satisfying. <laughs> For those who don't know, Gilbert is showed up in like Sky at one of the beginning chapters, and is just such a butt monkey of a character, whining, <laughs> sniveling little jerk. And in every game he shows up, and he is a whining, sniveling little jerk. And it is just so fun to beat beat him up and then make him cry. And I think this is the first game I've seen where he's been voice acted. Yes. Yeah, I think so. At least in English, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But so it, yeah, it he's one of those characters voice. who like thinks he's the the main character's rivals but not really you know the main characters barely know he exists in mm. in the sky mm-hmm. games <laughs> so it's always fun for estelle to just beat the crap out of him yeah this is a weird series where anyone who thinks they're good is clearly not because <laughs> there are so many stupidly powerful people in this world yeah <laughs> yeah beating him up never gets old minor spoiler it will definitely never get old. <laughs> All right. What else yeah. have you been playing, uh, Alex? Other than that, I've been playing the early access version of Celeste, Crown of the Magister. Oh, yeah. We tried that a couple of years ago at PAX, Chris. Mm-hmm. I kickstarted it. Oh, that's right. I haven't been playing it, though. I've been yeah, waiting. the PR lady was really happy when you did that. Yep. I think you actually did that in the booth. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. But yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, it's 
its own sort of fantasy world and fantasy story, but it basically uses the Dungeons and Dragons 5.1 rule set and just trans- translates that onto the into the game. So it there's a 5.1 like Dungeons and Dragons game. Uh, it's the SRD 5.1, so it's sort of a oh. standard okay. rule set. But yeah, it's it's basically fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, but the the translation of the actual combat system works really well in the game. The combat's definitely its its strongest aspect. It tries to differentiate itself a bit by using light and verticality a bit more. So everything's so rather than everything being sort of based on squares, everything's just based on cubes for sort of distance and things like that. Yeah, I liked that. I got to like leave my real more vulnerable people up on a top ledge and like fling things down. <laughs> When I played at PAX, so I don't know if that made it into the full game. Oh yeah, it still does. I think there's less ledges to go and stand on, or it depends on the design of the maps as to really what you can do. But yeah, it works well. So it, the narrative sort of it's a fairly straightforward adventure. You basically go. You're basically a party that meets in the tavern because, of course, you are. <laughs> uh, and then, but then you get basically get sent out to investigate sort of an outpost that's been attacked and so forth. And yeah, it just, it just builds in there. But it's a it's a narrative that's basically geared to more to making you go and explore and then get into battles. So it it it, it does the job it's needed, but it's not trying to do too much. You create your own party of of four characters, and it's got a fairly decent character builder. You can't do much sort of in terms of. Did you just cheat death, Chris? Yeah. What? How did you do that? I, it's a thing. Okay. Sorry, Alex. I, I apologize. But, yeah. There's not much uh, visual customization of characters, but you can do quite a bit with the sort of background and you've got all the D&D attribute determinations. So you roll dice for that, although you can, you can just put in your own numbers if you want to. And yeah, so and the conversation it's got a conversation system as well. So all of the characters are fully voice acted, but it's basically just using a selection of pre-built lines depending on what your character tags are in the in the character creation. So, as I said, the narratives light, and that that's part of it. So it sort of just has a lot, uh, probably four or five versions of each line for your characters depending on who they are. Yeah, in the end, it, it's, it's pretty entertaining. So, definitely recommend it for people who want to sort of do more Dungeons and Dragons combat. Less so for people who want a deep story. But neat, it's fun. And other than that, I've also been playing more iRacing, and I finally won a road race. Yay! Woohoo! It, it took 116 races for that to happen. But you got there. Yep. That's all that matters. I think. I don't know. You tell me. All right. We'll say yes. Anything anybody else has been playing? Um, I booted up this guy one complete on the why? Switch. Oh, why, Kelly? Why? <clears throat> well, why are you shame this guy is shaming? Because you me? have trails to play. Well, and we also have, there are wow, better Disgaea us. games. Yeah. Wow. Look I at didn't this know there was so much. Dis- I don't know if didn't know there was so much Disgaea it's hate not, on this it's, chat. It's a prioritization hate. It's not that you're playing Disgaea. It's that you're playing Disgaea 1. Mm, no. 
I mean, I Disgaea One still has a little bit of a charm to me, and the um, Switch version is—they had polished the graphics so that um, it looks really Did they really tighten pretty. up the graphics on level three? Yes, they did. <laughs> it's it's the uh, it's the HD sprites from the later games Whoa. in the series now, and I mean they kind of fixed the UI a little bit so that you can see more stuff at once, but it's still the Disgaea—you've still got to you know rank up your senators and use that to level to arbitrary level things so that you could go beat them up for exp but some of the things in that game was a little bit easier like it was very easy to get um statisticians and arms masters early in the game so that you could power level your weapon skills and your like regular stats so that you could just cakewalk through the rest of the game and I'm only I'm only on chapter three right now, and I'm still just having fun going into the item world and picking up um, c- citizens to you know make super weapons and stuff like that. And I, I said on Twitter, I have two moods: like, oh my god, no more Disgaea, or pump Disgaea directly into my veins. <laughs> and right now, I'm in pump Disgaea directly into my veins mode. Well, well I mean, if you're having fun. The night before I go to bed, Chris, so oh, why are you okay. complaining? I don't know, because it's a long game, and you'll never finish if you're dividing your attention. I, can, I, can, I finished Disgaea 2 the same way, just playing it before bedtime, or playing oh, it... Oh, uh, tr- is the one before bed. Okay, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so don't, don't Disgaea shame me. No, I'm Disgaea shaming. And, and Listen, complete- I'm not allowed to shame people about other things, so I'm going to shame people about Disgaea. And really feels like a good a good remaster of the game that I loved like way back in the day and I think Disgaea 1 still had the strongest story of them all just because it was it was very funny and I love Laharl and Etna and their little love you hate you dynamic and to me so that, that means Disgaea DS2 must be really great right <laughs> um, no Disgaea DS2 was glorified DLC oh. That's too bad. Which actually irritates me that it's a separate game because it should have, by all rights, been DLC for Disgaea 2. But, oh, I'm, I'm still having fun with it. I probably won't give progress updates every week like I, did, like I didn't with Disgaea 2 because I'm sure nobody wants to hear, well, I leveled up like a hundred more levels. Or I found the best leveling map and now I'm just grinding that, but... <laughs> I, I've needed comfort food games lately. And I can't Disgaea, imagine why. <laughs> yeah. Like, but well, put it this way: the politics in Erebonia so much nicer to to escape into on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> J- just saying. Just saying. <laughs> uh, and I've been playing a little bit more WoW. I'm um, leveling up a highborn mage. Right now, because I'm trying to finish up Lore Master. Haven't and been playing WoW because... with us. Yeah, we need to go back and play what our, about foxies. our foxes. Um, before, maybe we could stream that later. Well, yeah, okay. that sounds like a plan. We're just but right now, I'm I'm trying to finish up Lore Master of Kalmandor because apparently I never finished that. Yeah, I've been playing since Lich King when they've had achievements. So you could just buy all the flight points now if you don't have them. Yeah, Not I know. That you need it's, it it's with just flames, a matter of... but. Well, now that you can actually go questing anywhere, it's a lot more rewarding to go and do those areas because oh, you actually right. can level a character. 
now. So that's what I've been doing. My um, so you don't care about I- getting the achievements all on one character. And a lot of them are uh, count wide. Is the lore master stuff account wide? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, my mage uh, pyromania is level thirty-two. She has a fire theme. If the name wasn't an, an apparent. What? No. <laughs> yeah, and I've just been loving going through. I'm I'm in Silithus and just going through and burning, burninating things. <laughs> so I'm laughing because I had a friend who could not, for the life of him, pronounce Sithilis. Sithilis. So yes, he you called can't it. Pronounce he it. called it Sithilis. Oh. That's that was the problem. Oh no. And so we were like, no, man. You got the syphilis. Not syphilis. (laughs) No, not syphilis. I mean, mean, there are some zones that just never never get pronounced right. Like Vaughn and I call the um, Vajir Vagina Schmear. Everybody does. Um, I used to drive my friend crazy because I would call it the Fajord. The Fajord. (laughs) I've heard the Fajord. Toward the Fajord. I swear there's another one that's come up that we also gave an equally dirty name, but now I'm blanking on it. But yeah, the water area is Vagina Schmear. Vag Schmear. Vag Schmear. Yeah. I've heard that one a lot. <laughs> I get her? I got her. Yay! Good job! You didn't die! Well, next time I die, I have to beat her again during the next run. Oh? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you lose progress? Yes. If you die, you start back at the beginning. Oh. You just get, you progression is making you stronger, more health, more dodgy, more upgrades. Uh, or in God mode, if you have God mode turned on, which you will, Anna, when you play this game. Yes, I'm sure you, I will. You sp- gradually stack up a resistance to all damage as right. you die each time. So does that go away when you die, or no, does it eventually the, become just the resistance permanent? resistance st- sticks with you. Cool. But I have that turned off right now for the sake of the stream. For the sake of our entertainment. Mm-hmm. We appreciate yeah. your sacrifice on this fine day. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you do. Yeah, that's all I've been playing. All right. Anybody else have any other games? What about um what about the movie we watched, Anna? We watched a movie? We watched Console Wars. <gasps> yeah. So that was really interesting. So it's based off the book, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Chris, for many, many years, has had this Console Wars book, and I keep Not meaning long, to read it and never remembering to do so. And so all of a sudden, he brings up on Netflix this Console Wars, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the book I keep meaning to read. So we watched it. It was very interesting. Some of the stuff I knew, some of the stuff I did not. It's basically kind of chronicling Sega's rise and fall in the uh, 16-bit and then 32-bit generations. Does it go into the whole Bernie Stoller drama? No, it does not do Bernie Stoller. Oh, that's nope. a shame. Because he is he is the villain of Sega. No yeah, they, Sega they stick with uh, Tom Kalinske's era, mostly. Yeah, no, no. But they, they do come out about the, the Saturn releasing, announcing and coming out the same day and that not going great. <laughs> yeah. I well, have, and well, I guess they cut out a bunch of retailers when they launched the Saturn too, mm-hmm. and that made that made people super angry, and that explains why I couldn't find the damn thing in Canada. 
Well, the thing I didn't know that we learned in that movie is that Sega and Sony worked together on a console. That I did know. And abandoned it. Just like say, Sony and Nintendo worked together on a console and Correct. abandoned it. I didn't realize Sony got burned by both Sony partners. kind of <laughs> And then uh, no wonder Sony said, you know what, screw this. I'm pitching these people from these other companies and we're releasing our own console. We're going to bury both of you. And they did. And they did. <laughs> I mean, think about how that affects us, that we got so many great RPGs in the um, PlayStation era, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I don't think some of us would be here right now if it wouldn't have been for that. Yeah, No, nope, I, mean, I literally wouldn't be here without it, because... No, the- you would, because the great RPGs came out on the SNES, not on the PlayStation. PlayStation only had graphically unreadable, <coughs> unwatchable messes, and then Final Fantasy VII, whatever the hell that game was, that nobody can really so, explain the plot of. the reason the that end. I joined the site, Chris... <laughs> Is because of Final Fantasy VIII. I'm just being a jerk. I hate the way the graphics look on the PlayStation, and I hate the translation of Final Fantasy VII so much. This guy are sick. I don't know what your problem is. And yet you won't play the improved version. Anna's going to play it later today. What? Oh, okay. Aren't you? What? You wanted it downloaded on the PS4. Aren't you playing it? Oh, remake. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I was thinking about getting to it. You were thinking about getting to it. If, okay. if there was if there was a so we're doing extra life a little different this year. I don't know what's going on. This so year there are going to be some time slots that are let not me, Chris and myself. Let me explain to you extra life so far. First of all, my camera went off. Um, second of all, the cats keep breaking extra life. You know how I have a death <laughs> counter for Hades. We have a cat's counter for how many times they break extra life because they just go around in a tizzy and pull cables out of things and it kills the stream. I'm keeping it because it's entertaining and I like it. So we'll keep the cats out, but also it's infuriating and drives me crazy. Um, I'm doing a 24-hour marathon today through tomorrow morning. Anna's doing a split up into four days marathon between Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We have multiple people from RP Gamer doing streaming. Yeah, so Chris won't be on the main RP Gamer stream for part, my whole twenty-four hours. Right for yeah. part of today because we're happy about we're given we're giving him a break. That's nice. And um, <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna have um, on Saturday, um, November seventh, twenty twenty, from five to eight central will be phil and he's playing a variety of ask you a question though mm-hmm. how come i'm on the entire time when i'm likely to fall asleep because i am gonna be asleep but like what about the other folks yeah no one wanted to volunteer for those hey scar just incremented the cat's counter accidentally <laughs> how do i uninkrement i don't it? know <laughs> i'll go to moobot and fix it. i didn't know scar was a mod Apparently. he's a mod inside moobot he's not a mod for the channel uh, wait really okay. oh yes. i thought oh yeah, we need to... I don't we, know how to do this. We have been slacking a lot on setting mods on the actual channel. Fix the counter. Yeah, I don't know how you're supposed to look at the counter without incrementing it. That kind of bugs me about this counter thing. Yeah, so. You said the cats turned off your camera. They turned off the... No, the cats did not turn off the camera right now. No, the, I, the cam- Are we counting camera interruptions as... Because as the cats, because they knocked the camera over twice in the other room. Because then we would be at four. <laughs> if we're counting that. We're at four. Yeah, we should totally count. Okay, this. go ahead, Scar. Do it twice more. No, no, no. Get... It's at three. 
No, so I, just, I knocked it back down to two. Oh, okay. Yeah, increment it. Yeah, increment, increment it twice. Do it. We're doing it live. All right. Anyway, continuing on. Yes. So um, f- f- uh, five to eight will be central will be Phil. And then eight to 11 central will be um, Scar. And then at 11 o'clock, Chris will come back on for Sleepy Ocast. And like, I think at the time of that, we're going to, before that, we're going to play some more Among Us, but that will only be streamed in our Discord. Yeah. So Among Us is scheduled um, 11 central onwards, although it may start before then. I think we're going to do it before then because people want to sleep at that point, right? Yeah. So hard to say. We're kind of playing it a little footloose and fancy for you this year. And let's just be honest, folks, just to get your... probably gonna fall asleep on camera tonight. <laughs> so if you want to see chris snoring now's the time to tune in to twitch.tv slash so rp gamer just so you know also i'm gonna play a lot of wow because i don't know how else i'm gonna stay awake unless i've got some crazy goal to be finishing <laughs> do you want to stay up late and play well on the kelly no she doesn't <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, wouldn't be we the last. We could play Civ, though. No, that, that would definitely put, put you to sleep. Yeah, that would put my ass to sleep. We could play Before it earlier. we even get out of the Dark Ages. Mm. But one more turn, Kelly. So, I like Civ, but the hardest part of Civ is finding something else to do while you're waiting for your turn to pop. Especially with you, Chris. I mean oh. this yeah. nicely, but you play painfully slowly. Yeah, yes. because I win. I don't play that slowly. Mm-hmm. Ouch, Anna. Anyways. Well, now no one's going to want to play Civ with well. me. Thanks a lot. <laughs> well, we do have feedback from last week. <gasps> Only two. What's our feedback? Um, on the RP Gamer site under the comments thread, we've got Bobby Watson who said, probably not the answer Anna wants to read, putting a stop to the gift giving. After years of me arguing for it, my dad and I finally agreed last year that we were done giving each other gifts at Christmas or birthdays. I died. Gift cards, oh, I died. <clears throat> gift, gift cards are a boring gift, and we both already have pretty much everything we need. Instead, when possible, we treat each other to a nice dinner. Granted, that's not possible in the year that should not be named. Yeah, so we asked people after the vexing conversation we had last week, what what do you gift to someone who is impossible to gift for? And so we actually got a couple different variants of this in very in ironically various locations because I had a couple people message me on Twitter and say the exact same thing. I I don't know how I feel about that. I don't why would you stop giving gifts? I think I, I, I like the idea that maybe the gift giving becomes not something you guarantee, but just something that happens. It's like, we're not going to obligatorily buy gifts, but if we come up with something, I'm going to buy it for you and you're not going to feel bad about it or feeling like you need to reciprocate. Yeah, There's something to that, that maybe. Fine. Yeah. Hmm. Well, my, my issue is that I, I'm a greedy jerk. I always have shit that I want. Mm. <laughs> So, so does Vaughn. I always have stuff I want, but it's too expensive for folks. And I, you know, and I, they got a point. Like, I'm, I can't put $300, f- 
gourmet fancy specialty coffee makers on a list and expect anybody to buy that for me. That's crazy. But yet, last night on Discord, he was going on about all the stuff that you wanted from the Squeenix store. Yeah, but the $70 plushies, Kelly? That's kind of the same category. Who's going to buy me a $70 plushie? My mom, and you know it. I'd rather she buy me the $300 coffee maker. Or the $300 cat pillow? $220, and actually, I'd rather have one of the giant um, Big Joke bean bags instead. Okay. Why don't you put one of those on your Christmas list? Then? I I will. Then I mean I I think the problem isn't necessarily that Chris is difficult to buy for. It's that he doesn't come up with good ideas for himself. But because it feels very selfish. Okay. Because it is that know? I can't that feeling it's, it's I can't help you with and and exorbitant exorbitant. Okay. You know? I mean, in my family, you buy the things on the wish list because that person has asked for it, and that's a good thing. But if you don't come from that kind of background, I can see it being uncomfortable. So I I appreciate where you're yeah, coming from. I think like if all I can think of is silly, selfish luxury items, and somebody who cares about me is like, no, you need this cheap little thing that's going to make this aspect of your life better that I see you struggling with. That seems like a better gift to me. But okay. Maybe like expecting people to be able to see that sort of stuff like is kind of silly. That's I mean, only for someone really close to you, right? <laughs> th- this this is just a me and Vaughn thing, but I always try to think of stuff that's like outside of the box, outside of the wish list, <clears throat> mainly because I know that his family isn't going to go that extra step. Mm-hmm. So, like, th- that was the year that I got him, like, the um, Japanese Pokemon cards because I know that he reads Japanese and he re- really, really likes Pokemon and he really appreciated stuff like that. And that's the kind of stuff that I try to strive th- for is more of, like, here's something that I know you like that I know your family isn't going to think about that you just might appreciate. Or the, the other one was me buying him the um, Blu-ray of Manos, The Hands of Fate, because I know his family has no idea why he likes that movie so much. Why does he like that movie so much? Uh, MST3K. Oh, it's like Torgo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he can he can recite like all the lines from that movie Wait, and which the movie MST3K-isms. Uh, Manos, The Hands of Fate. Oh, man, it is Torgo. Anna. Yeah. <laughs> that is that movie. Yes, that's why oh. I said oh, it's okay. Torgo. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <clears throat> there was a special edition um, Blu-ray anniversary that like had a documentary about the movie and like its legacy from MST3K. And I knew his family wasn't going to know the meaning of that, so I made damn sure that I, I was the one that got that for him. Nice. You know, and... I'm, I'm not trying to brag about my gift giving to Vaughn. I'm just Hashtag to humble brag. Yeah, I'm just trying to say that like that's my mentality behind buying stuff for a person that's kind of hard to buy for. Yeah, I don't. I think it's hard for me because, I mean, like I said, growing up in my family, it was you buy the thing on the list, and so maybe I'm just not used to having to think like that i'm explaining this so badly 
Or, you know, we've got the suggestion from Strawberry Eggs. I know gift cards are kind of lame, but that's my go-to gift. I've been giving some people get gemstones, though I know that not everyone would appreciate a hunk of rock, pretty or not. Cute. So, there you go. Buy Chris a rock. Are you ready to rock, Chris? Uh. You know what? Now that you two are kitten parents, maybe you ought to get each other, like, gifts for your kittens. I like mm. this plan. Could definitely get behind that. By the way, my mom is buying the cat stuff. <laughs> she calls them her grandkitties. Yeah, so does my my mom. <clears throat> Buy them all the toys, and then they can play with all the boxes. <laughs> that is how that works. Indeed, but that's all of our feedback. All right. Thank you for everybody who provided feedback. That was actually led to a really interesting conversation. Yes. Um, now, our uh, editorial content, we just got one, and Alex already talked about it. He um, did an early access impression of Sol, Solasta, the crown of the magister. Solasta. Solasta, sorry. <coughs> um. Like you said, that's the it's implementing the D and D five point one rule set, and like you said, it feels very D and D. It definitely felt D and D when we played it at PAX, so it's nice to see that reinforced. So, if you want to go read about Alex's more in depth impression, you can definitely check him out on rpgamer.com, which is our website. And now it is time for news. Beep 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 beep. beep. Ruin King League of Legends Story Platform's 2021 release window announced. Um, this is a, I, I guess it's an RPG that's set in the League of Legends universe. Yeah, I don't know if people remember, but I, God, this year has been so long. I want to say it was last year, but I think it might have actually been this year. Um, the the people who do LOL basically announced that they were going to branch out and do like six new games in the LOL universe, but none of them were going to be battlers. Yeah, I think it was like December last year. Okay. Oh, I feel better. So battlers as in like the MOBA format? Yes. Okay. Good. So one of them's I- a chess battler, and I think that one's already out. But all of the other ones have not come out yet. Because I've always been curious about the League of Legends story, but I have not wanted to touch the main game itself with a 10-foot pole just because of how toxic it is. Yeah, I can't say I recommend. Teemo! No, League is fun. Uh, I, is so is any, into, I mean, so is the WoW one, though. So I, I got sucked into watching videos with that Magic Cat character, and I want to check out that game just for mm-hmm. that character and that character alone, but I, I don't like cats that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> That's saying something. <laughs> anyway, um, the game is going to launch early 2021 for PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch, and PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X versions will follow soon after, and the PlayStation 4 Xbox One owners will get the upgrade for free. It is a turn-based spinoff in the League of Legends universe and includes six champions, Misfortune, Iwoi, Braum, Yasuo, Ari and Pike. Miss Fortune is an interesting character. She is extremely popular in the meta. Which character is she in the trailer? Um, she is a pirate lady. 
Oh, okay. I see. I see you now. I was, I was curious about the fox lady in the trailer. Is that uh, Yasuo? I am not familiar with a fox lady. It's been a while since I played. So, ah, oh. well, I, I'm curious about that game. Legends of Runeterra. Um, the chat points out was also a League of Legends spinoff tie-in game. That's was that the, the card? That's game? the card game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The fox lady is Avi. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> And then Legend of Heroes game is heading to Switch in Asia. Um, publisher Clouded Leopard Entertainment has announced that it will be releasing ports of Zero no Kiseki, Ao no Kiseki, Trails of Cold Steel, and Trails of Cold Steel 2 for the Nintendo Switch and Asia. Um, Zero and Zero and Ao will have Japanese voiceovers with traditional Chinese and Korean subtitles, and Trails of Cold Steel 1 and 2 will have Japanese voiceovers with Japanese, Chinese, and Korean subtitles. So this is really interesting for me because I have never seen a game company go this much out of their way to say that there is going to be no English subtitles. But that is absolutely no surprise on that because they're they're protecting the the different markets they sell the games in. I know a bunch of people were really excited about this news that like, oh boy, you know, the the uh, Crossbell games are going to be on Switch and they're going to come over here. And I don't know. I would pump the brakes a little bit on that excitement. Well, and this is no. Go ahead. Good. Well, well, it's it, instead. This isn't Falcom doing the ports. Is this third party company that's doing it in Asia? And so, if the games are going to get released. Now, whether it's NIS or some other uh, American or Western localizer, now you've got two companies you've got to negotiate with. And we've had other ports of those games before done by third parties. I mean, Katakawa did those uh, Vita ports of the Crossbell games, and those never saw the light of day outside outside of Japan for that exact same sort of reason. Because now it's not just one company you got to deal with. Now you got to negotiate with two companies to to get those games out of Japan. Well, and the thing that I saw people getting super hyped for was like, oh, great, now Cold Steel 1 and 2 are out on Switch, and surely Exceed will put those out. And it's like, Exceed has kind of gone out of their way to expressly say they are not putting Cold Steel 1 and 2 on Switch. I, I think their interest in Cold Steel is pretty much done. Yeah, they they put out the PS4 ports just because Falcom did them, and it was basically free money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. I, I I can't see Exceed going out of their way, and Exceed, as far as we know, owns the rights. Pro- it certainly seems like they own the licensing rights of those first two games on all platforms into you know at least the foreseeable future. So we're not likely to see those games. Well, now. and here's the thing is, and a lot of people have been sort of saying, well, they sold did the... Did you deaths me, Anna? I, I did deaths you. Okay, Current you. Hades deaths four. Okay. Um, the thing that I've seen a lot of people talk about is like, well, they sold the, the E's origin translation to .emu. And it's like, yeah, nope, totally they did. But that was when they had a good relationship with Falcom. Mm-hmm. They don't anymore. <laughs> no, they do not. And, and East Origin is such a small game to boot, you know. It, it's well, it, and it, isn't yeah, East Origin one of the fan translations they bought? So it was like they I also didn't have the same yet. level of investment into it either. Yeah. So, anyways, wanted to talk about that a little bit. Uh, um, I, I just I can't help but wonder if with the. Uh, 
cross bell games if there's no English translation because they don't want if they did one they don't want it to cut into English sales for if yeah. they do bring it here. Yeah, well, I mean I they, they yeah. did the PS4 version, so I'm assuming those will get released at some point. You know, on whatever you know, on a PlayStation platform, PS4 slash PS5, and so yeah, I'm assuming that NIS or someone will localize those at some point. Oh no, it's just a matter of when. Yep. Uh, Saviors of Sapphire Wings and Strangers of Sword City Revisited Bundle launches in March. This is by NIS America, and they announced the Western release date for its dual release of these two dungeon crawlers. It will be on PC Worldwide and Nintendo Switch in North America on March 16th, 2021. And then a European Switch release is going to be March 19th. There's also physical limited editions for the Nintendo Switch currently available to pre-order on NIS's online store for 70 bucks. Um, th- these are those like exceptionally hard dungeon crawler games that I tried to play, play and bounced on pretty quick because they were a little too obtuse for me. Yeah, I I bounced too. Which experience makes some good dungeon crawlers, but these are, I mean, Sapphire Wings is from like 2010 originally. So. Yeah, they, they're like crushingly difficult. Oof. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragon Quest Eleven is going to be on consoles next month, and there is a demo available right now. Um, this is the Dragon Quest Eleven S Echoes of an Elusive Age version. This was the version that was on Switch last year. And this is going to be the good version that has the uh, speed well, improvement. It's the version that I told you that Square Enix was going to sell to you again as a complete copy. <laughs> and well, I made fun of you. And they did it. <laughs> well, not even a DLC. There is the asterisk on that good version. It's not going to look as good as the PlayStation and uh, PC versions originally did. Because it's but it based will have off the, the Switch build. Wait, That's what? That's right. Which first, wait, what's it coming to? It's coming to Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. So you're going to be able to buy a version on the PlayStation 4 that's the enhanced version of the game and looks worse than the first version of the game that was on the PlayStation 4? Correct. Correct. I hate this industry. I mean, side-by-side comparison, how much worse is it going to look? It's minimal. Is it? Okay. It, well, you it's minimal to say. me, and maybe that's not the person who you should be asking. Let's, get, uh, let's, uh, let's have Digital Foundry do a comparison. Yeah. Yes. Probably will. That drives me crazy <laughs> when people talk about looks of games, and it's like nothing that no normal person will be able to tell the difference. Oh, I bet you. I I notice the difference between the the the. There's different. Uh, bah, it takes longer for things to pop into your screen, and the resolution of things was slower. So we'll see how much you notice it while playing. I guess. But the improvements are Japanese and English audio, a symphonic soundtrack, photo mode so that you can capture landscapes, improved crafting system, new character stories, and the ability to play the entire game in 2D like a classic Dragon Quest game, which is what people will probably want to play it in anyway, especially if they played the original. Mm. And progress from the demo can be... uh, transferred to the game when it releases on December 4th. Um, you're also going to get Seed of Skill items, which grants, grants players extra skill points. Um, I also, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't the Xbox version going to be on Game Pass at some correct. point? Yeah. yeah. It, it comes on this day and date, December 4th. It's on, at least on the console. I don't remember if the PC is or not. But I yeah, know the console so. is. 
So um, if you have Game Pass and you like RPGs, I would definitely check this game out. I think that game is the most accessible Dragon Quest game in the entire series. And that's saying quite a bit. Also, it's really good. Also, it's chronologically first. Uh, Maybe. I don't think the ties are as strong as you think. Okay. Um, Star Renegades hits consoles this month. This is Raw Fury and Massive Damage have announced that Star Renegades is going to be releasing on November 25th, 2020 for the Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. Oh, I'm sorry. I I misread that. It's going to be Xbox One and Nintendo Switch on November 19th and then PlayStation 4 on November 25th. This is the sci-fi turn-based roguelite. We played this at PAX one year, Chris. Which one? Star Renegades. Oh, yeah. This is the one that um, Patrick walked up and they kicked yeah. us off so that he could play. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. We were not offended. Did we the, were um, amused. Didn't this already come out on other platforms? Yeah, it came out on PC, PC earlier. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, I tried to get you interested in it and you're like... Yeah. Uh, no, because there's no overarching story in the game. So, like, it's kind of very structured very much like FTL. So if you need something to no. motivate you to do run after it's run, into the breach is probably what I was thinking. I of. died. You just zipped game. into yeah. a trap, Chris. I I seem to have disabled my auto revive, and I Current don't know how. Hades deaths five. Carry on. Um, we've got new bravely default two details and images and a release date. Um, Details are going to cover the main game's characters as well as the basic story setting and gameplay information. The game takes place on the continent of Excellent, which is home to five kingdoms. And it begins with the young sailor Seth washing up on the shore of Excellent. Must have taken the same boat as Adele. (laughs) Adele. Adele, sorry. That's when he meets Princess Gloria. These names are subtle like Hammer. Princess Gore. Yeah. Yeah, it took me a second. And then you meet up with Elvis Laszlo and Adele Ein. Um, Adele was Elvis's bodyguard, and Elvis is kind of a magician. Um, got more details about the characters. You got um, job examples that have been detailed, like the freelance job, the white mage, the black mage, the monk. Um, you know, your basic Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy tropes. Um, Bravely Default 2 is going to launch worldwide on Nintendo Switch on February 26, 2021. And it's going to have Revo, who composed the soundtrack to Bravely Default, which I, I'm i told is like very good news. Yes, Revo is awesome. Yay. I, I can't wait for this game. I already pre-ordered it when uh, they announced the release date. I have a dilemma in that I don't know if I want it digitally or physically. Because I don't think Chris is going to play this no matter what he says. Which one? Bravely Default 2. I I think you should um, plan on me not playing it. Okay. So if he's not going to play it, I'll just get it digitally. Yeah. Cool. Does it matter? Uh, I mean, no. I just don't want more crap in the house. Okay. Um, Morbid the Seven Alkalites is launching in December. This is by publisher Merge Games and developer Still Running. And it's going to launch on December 3rd, 2020. Available digitally on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Um, This is a... 
puts players in control of the last driver of Debom who's trained their entire life to defeat the seven acolytes terrorizing their kingdom. Uh, what kind of RPG is that? An action RPG? Um, yeah. With, yeah. With the sanity mechanic. Oh boy, my favorite. Wonder how that's going to work. Badly. Hey, Kelly. Yeah. Do you remember when Bioware made games that people actually liked? No. Oh, yeah, I barely remember. Hey, e- EA it does was too. in the time before. <laughs> are, are we talking like I picked the wrong time to play Mass Effect this year? Oh, yes. Yes, yes you happened. did. <laughs> Why is that? Because they just announced, announced a remaster. Yeah, oh. this was just announced this morning. I very ne- nearly missed it on the sheet because I had all the news stories open. Um, EA and BioWare have announced Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which is going to include remastered versions of Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 for PC, PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One in spring of 2021. And uh, each one is going to have all the DLC from what it looks like, too. Yeah. Um, it's oh, also going to be playable up, on Kelly. PS4. <laughs> Say what? You messed up, Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the well, DLC. <laughs> no, I, I like to think that I brought this into the world because when I play right. things right. old, then it gets remade. See Final Fantasy twelve. Mm-hmm. So you all you all can thank me with yeah, monetary. I did Radiant Silver Gun and um and uh, what's the the beat 'em up one for the Saturn? Oh, Guardian Legends. Guardian Legends, yeah. Guardian Heroes. So you can yeah. Personally, thank me at Red Rock Nine Six Three on Twitter. I take thank monetary you, thankings. Mm-hmm. Monetary yes. thankings. Monetary. Kelly. <laughs> monetary um, but yeah, it's going to have um, going to be playable on Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five with targeted enhancements. Targeted um, enhancements. All the single player God, content. That sounds like a medication that I'd be taking. This has yeah. targeted <laughs> enhancements. So, yeah, I'm sure lots of people are excited. Um, I'd be more excited if I hadn't already played. Well, you know, I might pick this one up just to get a better version of 3. Because for some reason, 3 was just not clicking with me. And I don't know why. Well, yeah, I'm not sure. Because you didn't get to the really bad parts of 3. Because... I think by the time 3 rolled around, I was kind of burned out and ready to move on to something else. So. We'll yeah. see. Or am I might replay through all of them since all the DLC is going to be included. Who yeah, knows? You really should go back and play the DLC after two. Yeah, because my, my issue with the DLC mm-hmm. was that I didn't want to spend any more money than I had to. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Picked them up for so cheap. Anyway, oh, that's, that's right. It was going to, like, one or two of the DLCs was going to be more expensive than, like, everything you paid for. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, there's some interesting bits about it because it specifically mentions it's going to come with the single player content in the announcement. So it sounds like it might not have the the multiplayer. Yeah, uh, the multiplayer. multiplayer from three or two. Yeah. Two had multiplayer as well. Yeah, did two did, any... but three three's three refined it. Yeah. More, more ingrained than three's was actually quite a lot of fun. Did anybody right. even like the multiplayer? Yes, I did. I, did. I, did. Oh, yeah, I liked it I, in three. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean there are I better games like it nowadays, well. but yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I, I yeah. thought people got mad that it was felt tacked on, but I stand corrected. Yeah, they they also had the a statement that people are reading as the next game is currently in development. No, it actually says basically that two people had a meeting about the next game. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's basically what the wording implies. It says 
the, t- the team is currently envisioning the next chapter in the Mass Effect universe. Yeah. That definitely sounds like two people had a meeting. Say, it's like, it will have nothing should, to should do we with prototype this? Yeah, we should prototype it. Good. Meeting done. Two people <laughs> said, what if the next game did this? Yeah. Th- that could be anything. <laughs> yeah, that is anyway, a that long way from news. a game existing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when they announced that they were prototyping Rune Factory 5 like six years ago. It's like, guys, that doesn't mean what you think it means. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's all of the news, and now we are into the briefs portion of our show. Ooh. Well, that's then that's, then that's not all the news. It's all the long um, news. All right, tell we, us all the stuff we don't really care about, Kelly. Oh. Well, we totally whiffed on this last week. Um, World of Warcraft do? Shadowlands gets a they late a date, November yeah. launch date. What is it now? Uh, November 23rd. Um, 3 p.m. Pacific time. It's going to launch worldwide um, with kind of the times altering. You can check the website for the um, different times in your area. And there's also going to be the pre-launch event on November 10th, which uh, that is going to be, I think it's going to be like the zombie invasion. Yeah, it is. Yep. I don't know if it's going to be as bad in beta. I heard that it was as bad, but people got mad. I hope it's as bad. I hope it pisses people off. Chris, don't be like that. No, because that was the cool part about that invasion that I always heard about. I didn't live through it. Maybe it would have pissed me off, too. But, like, if it doesn't do the same, if it doesn't invoke invoke that level of emotion, why bother? Well, what's funny is that that event was just basically a recreation of the Corrupted Blood Plague. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the Corrupted Blood Plague. Mm-mm. Is that a different one? Oh. No, the Corrupted bad. Blood Plague was a bug that was an accident. Oh, well, I hope they the, were doing it again. The pre-invasion event was kind of mimicking that, but trying to be not as severe, but it ended up being as severe anyway. So, you can check that out on November 23rd. I will certainly be there. I just hope that it doesn't break up any classic guilds. <laughs> For those who seem very confused by that comment, there has been a few instances of classic guilds that have been like, you must give us your battle tag, and if we see you online playing Shadowlands, we will remove you from the guild. How dare you play the new game? How dare you play the new game? How dare you? Guys, stop having fun. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Last Spell received the prologue demo. This is a publisher, Arcade Crew, and developer CCP with a free prologue demo on Steam for this dark fantasy tactical RPG. Um, I remember this trailer from a while back had, like, really cool um, synthwave metal music. Which one? You guys uh, The Last Spell. Oh. Um, it's a tactical RPG in a world decimated by a, a monster creating mist that plagues the land, and you've got to uh, fight back with the day and night cycle. Um, we also have an impression about it from Paul Scarelli on the PAX Online demo, so you can go check that out. We've got second Outward DLC announced. Um, this is the Outward World RPG Outworld. Outward. Um, there's a new campaign for the original Caldera that's going to be added to the game where players can find new dungeons, quests, location skills, weapons, recipe, and pets. Um, this DLC is going to be available in December 2020 for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. 
The Ascent gets a developer walkthrough pushed to 2021. This is the RPG about the Corporation One Arcology and uh, Automated Security goes haywire and you have to go check it out. Um, we've got a five-minute video showcase the game's co-op, showcasing the game's co-op mode on our site. Um, and yeah, they delayed the game to sometime in 2021. We've got news about Genshin Impact version 1.1, which is going to be coming out on November 11th. Uh, this update is titled A New Star Approaches and is going to be released simultaneously on PC, iOS, Android, and PlayStation 4. It's got a new quest, a new, st- a new story chapter, uh, more five-star characters, and more four-star characters. This is that free-to-play action RPG uh, Breath of the Wild like some of our people play it. I kinda... but, yeah, our our staff is like completely addicted to Genshin. Oh, is it? At the okay, moment. I didn't know. Yeah, we have. I played a little on the stream a couple weeks ago. We have at fun. least ten people on staff that are playing it. Some people play it a lot. Mm. Um, see, I downloaded it and I was playing it when WoW was down a couple of weeks ago. What'd you think? And I was like, okay, it's not bad. I just. I feel like I have better things I could be playing right now. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's kind of going to be one of those games where you're either like, inject this straight into my veins, or you're like, nah, no thanks. Yeah. And I don't think there's going to be a lot of middle ground on that one. So, do, we, do you guys need Borderlands 2 DLC? No, thank you. What? Borderlands yeah. 2? Borderlands 2 Commander DLC available on Switch, or Commander Lilith DLC available on Switch. This is free to anybody who owns the Borderlands Legendary Collection um, or okay. the Borderlands Handsome Collection up until December 3rd. This is the Commander Lilith and the Fight for Sanctuary DLC. Yeah, it's That's, the DLC they wow. released in, two, in 2019 to hype people up for Borderlands 3. Yeah. But, yeah, now on Switch. And then we've got Hellpoint Next Generation versions dead. launching in 2021. 20, dead. Sisyphus oh, right, is dead. such a nice dude. Deaths. Current Hades, Death 6. Um, Sisyphus is Cradle nice. Games and Tiny Build uh, announced that they're going to be working on dedicated PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X versions of the action RPG Hellpoint that are going to launch in 2021. And the next-gen version will include support for higher frame rates and resolutions, two graphic modes, um, 4K resolution at 60 FPS, and a quality mode featuring native 4K resolution at 30 FPS. And those who already own the PS4 or Xbox versions will be able to upgrade to the next-gen versions for free. Um, this is the sci-fi action RPG set on the derelict space station orbiting the black hole and lists Dark Souls, Dead Space, Event Horizon, and Hellraiser as its inspirations. Mm. And then uh, Moonlighter is coming to iOS this month. Moonlighter. Oh, I don't know if you guys remember that what? game or not. Yeah, I remember Moonlighter. Moonlighter. Yeah. Uh, and it's an action RPG. Um, it's going to launch on the Apple App Store on November 19th, 2020, and priced at eleven ninety nine. This is the part shopkeeping and part dungeon crawler game with mm-hmm. the will with the shopkeeper who does both. 
Yeah. And randomly generated dungeons. So you can have fun with that. Anna, this this news is for you. Bug Fables version 1.0 update released. She's she stepped away to feed the cats. Oh, darn. Yeah, I know. Um so Bug Fables offers numerous <laughs> bug fixes, huh? Ah, bug fixes for <laughs> Bug Fables. Okay. Um, free update also includes three new quests, new bosses, additional quality of life features such as an improved sprint and cooking speed, as well as the option to pur- purchase crafting recipes. Um, Anna reviewed this game; she enjoyed it quite, quite a lot. I still need to check that game out. Um, we've got new Outriders broadcast deals, and or I'm sorry, new Outriders broadcast details, including expeditions and the Techromancer class. This is the Square Enix game that I think is supposed to be like Anthem. I think. But they hope it's not like Anthem. Oh. Yeah, I think they, they. I think they hope it's more like Destiny. Oh yeah. right, Destiny. <laughs> That's funny though. Oh. If you're gonna do that, you want the successful one, not yep. right. the successful one. <laughs> right, my bad. So, I wasn't sure because I thought people sort of liked Anthem. It hadn't found its own audience. Um, but no, for, uh, it no. sold a lot of copies. There were people who defended it when it people. came out, but it quickly failed. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, the episode introduces expeditions, which are challenging post-campaign missions that let players unlock the game's most powerful equipment. Um, the video also dove into the Techromancer class, which is a long-range support class and makes this heavy use of gadgets. That actually sounds kind of fun. Um, Outriders is supposed to launch on February 2nd, 2021 for the PC, PS5, PS4, Series X, and Xbox One, and Google Stadia, if that's still around. <laughs> oh, and it's going to have crossplay. And then finally, we have Coven and the Labyrinth of Galleria is gonna sh- is showing some new stuff. There's a new trailer for this dungeon crawler, um, as well as an overview trailer. Um, this I think this is a sequel to Coven um, or Labyrinth of Refrain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a follow up. I don't, right? Yeah, it's a follow up. I don't think it's an actual sequel per se, but yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, get, getting into some of the new classic or the new classes showing up in the game. Um, got Astro Crows, Raven Worshipping Knights, Rapid Venators that uh, use crossbows. Um, wow, the class names in this game are really stupid. <laughs> Magia Maids, which uh, to attack and heal. So yeah. Wow, title shaming, <laughs> monster name shaming. Yeah. Um, this game is going to launch in Japan on November 26th for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita. Wow, didn't realize they were still making Vita games. I didn't Vita realize that die. either. <laughs> Vita but means that, eternal life, apparently. I, I, yeah, I, I guess think so. I think that's just because this has been delayed a few uh, times, and so yeah, it's just, well, we've started, we may as well finish. Yeah, and that is all the briefs. Okay. Uh, so now we've got uh, no, yeah, yeah. new releases. Yes, new release, new releases already. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if I can do that. While, oh goodness, um, <laughs> Anna, where'd you go? Cooking lunch. Well, stop cooking. We've got we, we're doing a show. 
Okay, she's cooking right now. She doesn't uh, want to talk about bug fixes, so we'll talk about new releases. Um, okay, coming out this week is Assassin's Creed Valhalla for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Stadia. Who's go- yep, who's- you can get it Wait. on Stadia if you can't get one of those PS5s or Xbox Series Xs. You can go get I you was a Stadia. Say, like the, we're burying the lead here. The big news is that it's new console week. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's new console 10th. week. Are they both out this week? I'm yeah. pretty sure they are. Yeah, I would know because yeah, I can't Xboxes. get one. <laughs> yeah, that's we didn't even include this news story. Um, apparently, you're only going to be able to buy them online. Um, you're not going to be able to go like sit in line. Which means at that the wait, 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 wait. Are you saying these consoles were pre-order only? No, they're, no, they're releasing um, launch stock. They are yeah, releasing but, more stock, but it will also be online only. Yeah, yeah. so you're instead what? of camping out in the Walmart, you're going to be camping out on your computer. Well, then what about GameStop? Are they not selling it? I, I'm not sure. I thought I, that, that there that were was... like investments and deals with GameStop this time, so like to keep them. Going. I know that that was the big news this week that that they basically don't want people in stores buying these, probably oh. because there's a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, so I think the GameStop stuff was on used games. Just used games. So you could go buy oh, games, I know, I know, but not the console. Like, well, that's one of the things that it was. But yeah, there's a deal. But yeah, Xbox is the 10th, and PS5 is the 12th for Japan and North America. It's the 19th for Europe. Okay. Yeah, That's the day you can buy them online again. Assuming uh, uh, that lasts for longer than three minutes, who's going to buy one? Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe Josh. Like according to some of the news, like Best Buy is not going to let you buy either of them in stores until 2021. Okay. The, the only the only stock that they're going to have is going to be on the uh, websites, and that's been kind of the trend going with all. Of Meanwhile, the Apple figure out how to do a launch of an iPhone and follow quarantine procedures. But okay, whatever. All right, that's fine. No. I'm, I'm happy that they're doing this like that, though, because you've seen those li- lines at consoles. That's not social distancing. Mm-hmm. Not by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and you it, don't really have the danger of stock running. Well, you've got less of a danger of stock running out on phones than you do consoles. Well, well it takes they turn into pre-orders that. quickly. You know, yeah, that's a good point. You you just hope that people aren't that they're going to have like anti botting measures. One can hope they do no, better they job won't. than Nvidia did. They, <laughs> no, they already failed. They did their pre-orders and had no anti botting measures. Why do you all think they're going to do anything different for the actual release? What gives you that um, confidence? Is my question. Uh, yeah, nothing. <laughs> hope. <laughs> hope is not a plan. <laughs> So, so yeah, because of that, we've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla coming to all of the consoles, including the new ones. Borderlands 3 is coming to the new consoles. Demon's Souls Remake, just PS5. Godfall, just PC and PS5. Um, Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, PC, PS4, and Switch. The Falconer, PC, Xbone, and Xbox Series X. 
um, Warhammer Chaos Bane, which is PS5 and Series X, and then Yakuza Like a Dragon, yeah. PS4, Woo! Xbox One. The only game on this list that matters. <laughs> no PS5 Yakuza? No, that's not coming out until February or something like that. Oh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was wrong. Yeah. I thought it was going to end up being the launch game as well, but they must have got the, the exclusive. On uh, easier for them to port it to both Xboxes than they actually had to go back and do work to get a PS5 version. What? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I, uh, they had a PS4 version. Sam, Just make that one work I, for now. I saw that Sam was pretty salty that IGN gave that like a 7. Ooh, she's well, given I, Yakuza IGN, games IGN low scores before. IGN did the usual IGN thing of giving it to someone who doesn't like RPGs. Oh, of course. Because <laughs> that's who should review the game. Hmm. <laughs> Whatever. That's a different rabbit hole to go down. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, that... That is everything. Um, since Anna stepped out, I can take the role of what are you guys going to play this week? Yeah. Well, I guess now I'm going to be trying to balance Yakuza with two Trails games. That sounds really dumb. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a plan. It's a terrible one, but it's a plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be done with them by, you know, July next year. By never. <laughs> what about you, Chris? Oh, uh, probably dead. Dead. I'm going to be playing more trails. Yeah, more trails. I'm just playing more um, World of Warcraft. Catch up on that. Get ready for Shadow, whatever the hell that expansion is, and see if that came. Yeah. I, so, right. Right now, my schedule is playing Trails on the, during the week and then doing Wild during the weekends. I think that's going to flip for when Shadowlands comes out. I'm glad you've got a plan. Got a yeah. Trails plan. Yeah. <sighs> I can play this game. I can do this. I can do this. I cannot die in Hades. Yeah. I, can, I can do yeah. this. Psych yourself up. I can do this. Well, hey, at least your death is only in the single digits, unlike your Dark Souls. Yeah, you're right. The deaths are more spaced out. I chose poorly. Next year, I can't be allowed to play this game again. We need a we need a higher death count. <laughs> I died so much in Dark Souls 3, that roof just kept killing me. All right. What are we doing now? Um, I think that's a show. Oh, that's a show! All right. Well, uh, I guess Anna's gone. <laughs> she got yeah, consumed Anna, by Anna kitchen noped. stuff. She noped out of the end of the show. But thank you, for dear listener, for uh, keeping with us to the end. If you haven't donated Extra Life and you feel moved to do so, extra-life.org slash team slash rpgamer. Give to anybody who hasn't met their goal. Um, and if we've all missed their goal, then uh, pick your favorite, I guess. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for following. Um, please, if you're listening to this on Saturday, uh, just know that Sunday and Monday we'll have more extra live streams available for you on twitch.tv slash rpgamer. The show streams every week at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. My Hades death count for the show was seven. I'm sorry it was so low. Um, you guys were right. I should have done a Dark Souls. It would have been much higher. 
And I think that's it. So we'll see y'all next week. Until then, goodbye, everybody. And uh, let's continue on with the extra life. Woo! Bye-bye. Extra Bye-bye. life. Woo-hoo. All right.